you or someone you love have scoliosis? Are you wondering what's next? What is life going to be like from now on? Or is this even a big deal? Hi, my name is Dave Butler, and welcome to the Scoliosis Experience. We are here to talk with real people, both patients, parents, and providers, to bring hope and clarity to the road ahead. Thanks for joining us, and let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Today's episode, we hear from Strat, who is one of our amazing scoliosis patients. He describes his struggles with scoliosis and bracing and and just the whole diagnosis. One thing that is kind of unique to Strat is that he has a lot of growth left. He was diagnosed at a fairly young age, but he also has a lot of height in his family, so he's going to have to deal with scoliosis for a long time. He talks about the struggles when he was diagnosed and the continuing struggles. He's right in the middle of scoliosis with being treated and trying to deal with bracing and everything else. So this would be a great episode for anyone who is currently braced, anyone who is looking to be braced, anyone with a a recent diagnosis, or anyone who is diagnosed when they were young or when, when they are young. So give it a listen and... I'm very appreciative that Strat was willing to to share his experience with us, and I think there's a lot we can learn to his outlook. Here's Strat. I'm sitting here with Strat and his mom, Heather, and uh, we wanted to do a podcast episode today detailing Strat's journey with scoliosis. He has a pretty cool journey. He's a pretty cool kid, actually, and he's one of my favorite patients, so... I thought we would have a great podcast episode. So if you guys want to introduce yourself real quick. Yeah. Strat, you want to go first? Um, I'm Strat Whitworth, and I'm 11. I was diagnosed last November before Thanksgiving, and I have had a brace for like four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's it. And that's it. That's and I'm his mom. I'm Heather. And cool. he's, he's my bud. He's been Strat Attack since he was a baby. That's his nickname, Strat Attack. Oh, that, that was his nickname from a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw, uh, was it Instagram that yes. you, uh, okay, you yeah. added, um, I don't know how long ago you started to do a lot about scoliosis on there. I started but... a whole Instagram page for oh, him. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I was wondering how Strat Attack came into into play, but that's that's, that's been a, a while. A while. Yeah. So um, you told us that you were diagnosed in November, mm-hmm. this last November. So uh, tell tell us how that went. Um, what? Let's start with you, Strat. First, how did you feel when you were diagnosed um, with scoliosis? Did you understand it? Not really. Well, I was kind of scared, and. Like, oh no, there's something wrong with me. What are we going to do? And, like, then my mom was looking online and found some stuff. Then we came to therapy uh, uh, here. And then I got a brace in February. And it's been pretty hard since then. Yeah. He's a tough kid. Yeah. So. I feel like it's been kind of sucky with my brace. <laughs> it's like I can't do that many things. 
I told him I told him to keep it real today. So yeah, it's been sucky but at times. Okay. It's my life now. It's your life now for for now, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so Heather, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about kind of how you felt at the time and how give us a window into how Strat did with that. Yeah, so um, we knew nothing about scoliosis. I mean, all I recall from scoliosis was an elementary classmate that had a huge brace and a halo around her head and it was this big awkward contraption. So that's all I really knew about scoliosis was just from that one child. And um, we realized when he 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 sleeps sometimes with just his pajama bottoms and so my husband noticed on his back that he had kind of a hump when he bent over and he kept saying there's something wrong with Strat there's something wrong I'm like nah he's fine he's fine (laughs) and then there was one day where I noticed it and he was he was bending down for something and he it wasn't symmetrical it uh it scared me and so we went and got him checked out at just his regular family doctor. And that's when they took x-rays and we saw the curve. And it scared the crap out of me too. I was really nervous. I, I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with my child? You know, right. all that's the nerves that a parent feels when things aren't quite normal. And then of course I went down the deep dark web and started reading every article and every, some good, some bad. <laughs> Um, but I think what was most helpful was just when we went to the doctor, came to see you and started getting questions answered. And that was really helpful to finally see, here's where we're at. Here's what some people are dealing with. Here's what we're dealing with. And it kind of helped put a little reality on things. And we were able to say, okay, here's what we have. Here's what we do. And then what's next? It just became this timeline, you know, of... Events, sequential events yep, that we had. That to... pretty much sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still going. I mean, yeah. we still haven't even had a second. I in... hate this stupid thing. <laughs> He's wearing it right so he now. knocks on his brace. Yeah. But we haven't even had a second in-brace x-ray, so we're looking forward to that in September to well, see how it's going. Yeah. and the, I, I feel like they did it too early because I didn't even have it that tight. It was like... Yeah. Half an inch bigger than this. Yeah, well, that's why right. we'll go back. We'll go back in September. But that's an out-of-brace extra. Yeah. Right. Right. So this is actually why I wanted to do a podcast episode with you, because you're kind of early in the diagnosis and treatment of scoliosis. You know, I've, I've done a lot of podcast episodes with people who are adults, or yeah. they're done growing, or, or things like that. You're kind of in the middle of it. Yeah, he was 10. You know? Well, mm-hmm. has been about nine months. And diagnosis at age ten is fairly young. You know that's which that's we're which we're young. actually grateful for. Yeah. I mean, you hear a lot of stories about like my sister, for example, was diagnosed with scoliosis. Believe it or not, three weeks after Stratton was. Oh really? Her back was <laughs> bothering her, and she was like, maybe. maybe. And yeah. sure enough, she had a small curve. Yeah, one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode with you is because you are early and you're young, and and. You, the biggest reason is you have a long time to grow. So yeah. tell me how tall you are now, Strat. Um, about 5'2". Five 5'2"? Two. Five two? And we we kind of gauge kids' growth by their parents. Oh, yes. So how we, tall are you, Heather? We've got some big genes. Uh, I'm 5'10". Okay. And my husband is 6'8". So, yeah, we we've, have potential. We've got some for growth. A lot, a lot mm-hmm. more growth. 
Yeah. And his age. I mean, he hasn't hit puberty yet, and he's uh, he's going to still grow. Yeah, and his growth plates are open, and um, if he's anything like his sister, who's as tall as me now, and she's 13. So yeah. he's going to grow, which is actually something that made me nervous in those articles I was reading, mm-hmm. how growth actually can uh, be scary with the curve progression as yeah. they, they, they grow and mature. So we're just right. keeping a really, really tight eye on it. So I guess one thing is knowing that this isn't a quick fix because he has to finish growing, how does that influence uh, what you guys do or how how you think? I mean, uh, I don't know if that question makes sense. That question makes sense, Well, Strat? it kind of has to be like pretty long term and you know you're going to be in it for a while. Yeah, we've yeah. definitely accepted that this is going to be, like he said, this is my life now. And, right. you know, I have to accept it that it's my life too. I mean, I... I'll say this to any of the moms out there and dads that it is a big job when you have a child with scoliosis because you have to be on it. You have to, you're the one making all the appointments. You're the one scheduling things. You're the one that's um, making sure he gets his exercises in and staying active. And it's, it's a lot. I mean, of course we do it, but yeah, you have to really uh, keep on your kid, especially when they're 10 years old and doing some of these exercises aren't so fun you got to be on it and, uh, and I'll jump in there and do them with them. And, but yeah, it's, it's definitely our life now. This is what we do. And, and I think later on we'll get back to that a little bit. The advice that you have for other parents of kids with scoliosis, but what degree was he diagnosed with at first? Well, with his family practitioner, it was 25. Okay. And so I was looking at articles and saw that it was just a mild case, and so I wasn't that worried. I mean, I was worried, but I wasn't high alarm. Mm -hmm. But then when we went to Primary Children's, his big curve was 37. And that's when, I think Stratton will agree, we both felt like it was this fire hose in our face of just information flooding us and all (coughs) this um, shock that it's a lot bigger than we thought. Yeah. Um, And... We also found out at that appointment that he has three curves, not right. not just the two that we thought. Which he corrects me on frequently. Frequently. <laughs> me too. When I'm talking to people, he's, no mom. <laughs> I have three curves. <laughs> and he knows exactly where they are. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, diagnosed at 25 and then 37 seven. in the middle. Okay. And then but at the bottom. But it didn't grow that much because it was like a weird ruler that bends and it probably wasn't that accurate the the first measurement yeah Yeah. so then when we went to primaries they have all the digital fancy fancy stuff Mm -hmm. and yeah we were able to get a more accurate reading his bottom curve is like 21 it's the smaller one it's eight or ten Embrace. Embrace it's that. Right. No, the top one is the second base. One of the things I love is that you know this. He does. Like he, he knows this. He's a and quantitative kid, for sure. So if we think about that, you're a primary children's hospital, and they find that you find out that it's a 37-degree curve instead of a 25-degree yes. curve. Did you know at that point that that means bracing? Did you know that, Strath? Uh, I just felt like it was... Oh no, it's more than we thought it was. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to do. Well, and it it was just the two of us because it was during COVID. So Mm -hmm. my husband's down in the parking lot trying to do this phone call with us. And And then it was was like. He was crying. It was sad. (laughs) Like, it was hard. I remember crying. 
Yeah, you were really upset. And it was like, what? How was it so wrong before? And it might have got gotten worse by like one or two degrees, but, yeah, but not that definitely much. not 17. Yeah. So did they tell you about bracing then? Yeah. At that appointment? Uh, yes, and that was oh, the yeah. big flood of information, and she was talking so fast. A and tsunami. A tsunami, yeah. She didn't even give us any time to process it. <laughs> <laughs> we processed it later, but... At that appointment, they're handing us these pamphlets and making us have all these other mm-hmm. appointments and telling us what we need to do next and see us then. And, and it, was, it was a lot. They yeah. told us to go to Hanger to get a brace. Hanger yep. Clinic, yeah. That's so did you, did you know beforehand what that meant, having a brace? Did you know how big it was going to be? Did you know any of that stuff? I did. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And he said it was this big, old, dumb, old-fashioned. Well, I had from that some was of way too clunky. From some of my research, I had seen what a brace looked like, and I had yeah. seen a brace in your office because mm-hmm. we had been coming to therapy before we even went to primaries. We got right mm-hmm. on it, um, and so I kind of knew what a brace looked like, and so I I just pulled some pictures up for him to show him. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I think but that's... I still didn't totally really know what it was. Yeah, and when you finally see see one, you're like, whoa, whoa, that's big. Yeah, that's well, it's really not that big, but (laughs) okay, it's not big to you. And then, um, so Strat, can you tell us how that experience was going to be fit for the brace? Like when you went to hangar, how'd that go? Um, well. It was like four months ago. Mm-hmm. It was. Maybe your mom remembers better. Yeah, we went in in January uh, of this year, and they took all kinds of measurements. They scanned him with a 3D scanner. Um, he took measurements of every s- section and chunk and of his torso and his reach and all kinds of measurements. And then um, we... Oh, the ironic thing, this is actually really ironic. When Stratton was a baby, he got fit for a helmet. Uh, he had a flat head when he was a baby, and so he wore a helmet from Hanger Clinic. So hmm. we came back 10 years later, All right. and they did kind of the same type of scan, and then we got fit for it. Mm-hmm. He got fit for it about a okay. month later. Cool. So you were fit for the brace. It came. It wasn't quite right, uh, right? What did they well, have to do? Well, it was like in February, um, March time. Like at the end of February, beginning of March, and it was like, well, it was fine, but like whenever I tried to sit down in a soft chair or couch, yeah, because like it sticks out. On it, yeah, so it was like mm, mm, mm. the the listeners can't see it, but there's a there's a big plastic section right as he's sitting and that, that was there's knocking. There's no part on the left side that comes up and pushes my left arm up, and it was like. I only had tank top undershirts in, which I'm wearing now, and it, like, suffocated my it pu- skin. It pushed on him. And yeah. it, like, made it red. Mm-hmm. And it still makes my skin red at the main two pressure points, mm-hmm. which is above my left hip. Um, By your like rib. My top right ribs. Right. But we so, got it adjusted, and they mm-hmm. they fixed it. He sawed some He sawed it off. He literally, <laughs> like, shaved it off. Just a hacksaw. And, and, oh, and, and he added a pad, he said. So I don't really like a, that. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah, it was, I don't it was like chafing that him. This bottom part is sticks out um, more down. So when I try to lean back, it just pushes in. 
when I try to lean forward, it's like right. touch. It, it's taken annoying. some getting used to. Let's just say that. How many hours are you wearing at Strat? That's my big question for the podcast and my own. Eighteen too many. Eighteen too many. Eighteen hours, six <laughs> off. Yeah. And you're pretty consistent with that, right? Yeah. Well, with swimmer, I haven't worn it as much. Like for swim team, I have to take it off right. about an hour earlier. Okay. Yeah, but he is pretty good. I'm. I sometimes have to hound him. Then but... sometimes we run, or on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we run with our neighborhood, and have to take it off for them. Well, I don't have to. It just be super. But you weird get and to clunky. take it off during that and, time. And we don't really want it to get too sweaty and stinky because yeah. his helmet as a baby got really stinky. So right. we take it off whenever he has potential sweat coming. <laughs> right. So okay, you you're braced. You, we talked a little bit about trying uh, scoliosis specific exercise with yeah. with us. Tell yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, I know about that, but tell me about your experience. Um. Well. Like with the shroth, it's there's a special shroth ladder you have to get. That's kind of like a ladder that's thick, and you hang on the bars, mm-hmm. and like you bend down, and then it's called pole stretching. Is it hard? Pole stretching, and well, sometimes uh, if I do it for like long periods of time. Yeah. Um, but it's usually not more than a minute. Um, okay. And then there's shroth with wooden staffs that you hold them, their poles, and mm-hmm. you have to do the correcting there. And the correcting and a brace would potentially change with your curve. Okay. Like your brace has to be specifically made for you. That's why it takes so long to get made. Mm-hmm. And... And the exercises are specific to you, too? Two just for yeah, you. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Did it take a while to learn the exercises? Uh, uh, yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Watching well, you. Well, to yeah. learn them, yeah. But, like, to pretty improve quick. them. He's a, he's a pretty yeah. quick study. Yeah. Dave's always telling you to slow down. Yeah. yeah. Um, do they hurt? Do, do shroth exercises hurt? Mm, no, I usually don't get pain. Okay. Um... Have you had back pain since you were diagnosed with scoliosis? Mm, I don't think so. No, no he's been okay. It's more common with girls to get scoliosis and have more pain when they have it. So I'm glad I'm not a girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this discussion in therapy many times. That he's glad he's a boy with scoliosis. <laughs> I was already glad I was a boy before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, well, I'm glad you're glad you're a boy. I mean, yes. Okay. So, um, so tell me some of the other struggles or the main struggles that you've had with scoliosis. Maybe let's go strat first and then Heather. Well, the obvious yours. ones are the brace and exercises. Yeah. And then, well, like sometimes I feel like emotionally bummed out. Um, mm. Yeah, kind of, but like drained, like it's super hard. And a lot of times people ask me what my brace is when I don't have a shirt over it, and I don't really like to say about it because it makes me kind of embarrassed. Yeah, like at school? When I started wearing it to school, 
on and I actually she came and gave a big presentation about it. Yeah, I was That's legit. Awesome. I was legit. But like <laughs> we didn't actually tell it to anybody in our neighborhood, so So people in your neighborhood didn't get yeah. the presentation. No, they didn't get the presentation, but I think Strat's a little more shy to talk about it than I am. And people yeah. do approach me and I I'm very honest and I'm very keep it real to people and let them know what we've done and what we go through and who I recommend coming to. And It's kind of hard to tell people, oh, it's just a brace that I have. And then they're like, what the heck? That's like not anything that's um, common. You don't anything. see it very often, yeah. Yeah, but it's just something weird that they don't understand. And I know people don't deal with that kind of stuff very well. Well, and yeah. Michael, as a mom, has just been to try to spread awareness well, I mean, to people. Like with everybody, even myself and anybody else. Yeah, so I'm the one spreading awareness. I'm trying to help people understand what it is. If people ask me questions, I am happy to talk about it. I mean, we hung a, a green flag in our front yard for scoliosis yeah, and awareness so month. Neighbors, they, and neighbors ask. Like, and awesome. and we tell. And it, it's been helpful because, I mean... I've had multiple people come to me and say, I just got diagnosed, or my daughter just got diagnosed with scoliosis. And we're and like the experts. We're not experts <laughs> by any means, but we do know a little something more than someone just beginning, so then we can just, you know, shoot right. in the information that we've learned and the people that they need to, to go yeah. find. You're, I, I think you're a great resource for others. I've seen the posts that you do on Instagram. I've seen, um, I, I mean, you have listened to some of the podcast episodes, connected with people in those podcast yeah, episodes. People reach out to you now. I mean, you're... It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so amazing, the community, the scoliosis community. I mean, it's yeah. it's incredible. And that's what I would recommend is if you're just starting this, find people, find a community, mm-hmm. find kids that are struggling with it as well. Um, just learn about it and find people. I think that's huge because... There are people out there that are dealing with the same thing, but mm-hmm. Strat, you feel like you're, do you feel like you're the only one sometimes that's dealing with scoliosis? No. No? Well, hey, well, that's... kind of. Yeah? Because you're not seeing other kids' well, braces. Yeah, yeah like, like in his school, he's the only one. When other people, they ask me about it, mm-hmm. and I feel like, oh, I hate talking about this, and, like, it's embarrassing, and... I just don't like it. It's not yeah. a topic that I'm comfortable with. I think someday in time, I'm hopeful, my fingers are crossed, that he'll just step up one day and own it and just mm-hmm. be 100% comfortable with it and say, this is me, you know, this is who I am. And right now I think it's still a little new for him. And yeah. I think in time it'll come and he'll just accept it a little more and more. And I think how you're addressing it is definitely going to help with that. So, okay, so Strat's biggest struggle is the brace. From what we I hear. think yes. I think so. As as a mom, Heather, what's what was your biggest struggle during this time? Um, I think just watching him struggle was really hard for me to see him. I mean that that initial brace appointment where he had to get it fit and put it on and Mm -hmm. his eyes just got so big and it clamped on him like a big clamshell and I just looked at him like I hate how loud the velcro is 
Yeah, and they like, strap. Sometimes when I have to put it on at night, it's like, here, let me demonstrate. No, 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 it's okay. No, let me, I want to <laughs> do it. Demonstrate. Okay. I always right. know it. I always know when he's taking it off because of that sound. It's really buggy. Right. But yeah, just seeing him um, be frustrated with it when I when I watch him try to tie a shoe and he can't even bend over, you know, and I think that's been that's been hard for me just to see emotionally him mm -hmm. struggle through it. Um, yeah. And then of course all of the the overflow of. Uh, appointments and information that you have to know and, and schedule and yeah it's not cheap to mm -hmm. get them i mean thank goodness for insurance right like eating up insurance like a money monster <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah it, it is expensive and it's time consuming and it's yeah frustrating and it and it's a challenge but we're trying to avoid surgery so this is what yep. we're going to do and, and, and I remember sitting down with him one night with my husband and, and I think it was one of those emotional nights where he was feeling frustrated and he was like, I'm so sorry, this is costing so much. Cause this brace was like $2,000 mm -hmm. and, um, me and my husband look at him and we were both thinking the same thing. And we just said, look, buddy, we're going to do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be. Mm -hmm. And we're willing to do this. This is what we do as parents. This is our job. And don't you worry about it. Because I think he was putting some of the burden on his shoulders. And we right. just we had to sit him down and say, don't worry. We're going to yeah. take care of you. And he's, he was crying. And, it, and, you know, it's just one of those things. You just have to get through it. And it has, you know, it's made us strong. Me and Strat have a really strong bond now. We, I mean, we do therapy together. We <laughs> go to all these appointments together. It's just we're buds yeah. now you know we bonding a, over scoliosis we bond over scoliosis yeah. yeah but it's been good and he knows he he knows it's important and he knows that we feel it's important so yeah well and i think sometimes when you're the one causing those struggles you yeah. feel like this is my fault but this isn't yeah anyone's fault well it's no one's it might, fault. might be genetics not that we can yeah. control and, and that's the genetics. What, and that's what we had to tell him. This yeah. is not your fault. And I think he was feeling a it's little bit no at fault. fault. It's no one's fault. Right. Right. So. Um, Actually, it is. It's nature's fault. <laughs> it's nature's fault. Mother nature. You got it. <laughs> so one thing that I've been impressed with is how motivated you guys are. So Strat wearing the brace 18 hours a day. I mean, that takes motivation. Yeah. Doing exercises consistently that takes more motivation. How how do you how do you stay motivated? Uh, I don't know. Well, ask your mom because I think your mom <laughs> motivates you. A little I bit. do. Yeah. Um, well, I know it's important, and I don't want to have him to have to deal with surgery. So I know that if we do what we need to do now, therapy, exercises, staying active. Um, well, yeah, it's not getting surgery. Those are going to be those are going to be the That's things. That's a good motivation. That is our motivation. I don't want to have to see him go through that yeah. and have a scar from mm -hmm. neck to to butt. And not just, be able to bend at all. I don't want to. I don't want to see him do that. So, yeah. I mean, it's helpful that I I work out daily, and so we have equipment at home, and that's been helpful to just be able to have him come down and do stuff with us, mm -hmm. and it keeps us both active, and yeah. And yeah. then he, we, we got him into a, <clears throat> this is an interesting um, turn of events. We put him in um, winter swim with an instructor 
because we knew that that was going to help him with his exercises, his back and elongation and all that that we needed. And I want to tell the rest. He, he started to get good at it. You want to finish the story? He started to get good. And, and then I learned all the strokes, and I decided to do swim team in the summer. And Well, you, started to try, you decided to try out. And then I did good, and... <laughs> I did good. I did good. <laughs> or well, and I was able to qualify and that stuff. And he made the team. This um, is this is recent, right? This is recently. He I just had, started I this summer. And I hadn't heard that he had. Oh, or then, did I hear he made the team? Um, I just had a meet on Wednesday. Oh, that's what. And it was, yeah. I got first, third, and fourth. Yes. And first, third, and fourth. Not bad. For just starting this. Yep, and Season. the last That's one great. I got first, um, I don't remember. Fourth and a DQ. A DQ, <laughs> yeah. They do, they and do the DQ. And the first was second, fourth, and third. Yeah, awesome. so I told him he's the reigning champ in the 100 meter backstroke because he's <laughs> won two times now. All right. Oh, and, and in the 50 backstroke, I got second. So he likes backstroke. Very nice. But it's fun to watch him, and it's fun to see his little muscles coming through. He's he's getting stronger. Yeah, we're going to have too many more muscles, and we have to get a new brace. I know. I think you noticed that <laughs> at our last session. I did. You're I like, did. dude, getting some muscles. Yeah, the, the first time I saw you, we were lacking a few muscles, <laughs> and now we're gaining some muscles. That was nine months ago. So that's, that's perfect. So any, any tips or tricks to motivate? Um, I bribe. I'm, I incentivize okay. as a parent, so I bribe him with Nintendo time hmm. and treats and things like that. And it works. It works for me. I, I think that's great. I let him have certain amounts of time if he gets his exercises done and things done like that. But I also think a motivator has been that he's doing well in swim. So because yeah. he's doing well on swim team, it kind of motivates him to continue his workouts and stuff. And he's it's been good. It's been a really good... Thing for him to find something that he's doing well out yeah you know? definitely so okay motivation I think that's that's a huge thing with scoliosis exercise with bracing oh yeah you have to find what motivates yes. kids and sometimes they're motivated by rewards yeah, like that. video games is what makes strat tick so yeah. that's so find that and yeah. leverage it yep. <laughs> right? and movie night he loves movies too awesome yeah so okay I like to go on trips too and road trips, yes. Oh, great. But and we didn't do any yet. We haven't done any yet. Okay. Video games on road trips. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's huge for you. I gotcha. Mm. So, so Strat, quick question for you. What advice would you give other kids who are uh, just diagnosed or who are looking at getting braced? Well, advice, well, like, I would say that you need to... Um, find some information and get like um, a routine and like just add it into your schedule hmm. and like it's gonna be hard and challenging and people might ask you about it especially if you have a brace like me and then you just need to um, even though sometimes might feel really sucky 
Right. Push, and you push through. You push through it, and you're yeah. you're strong, Strat. He go to church. He he can do he can do a lot of hard things. I think this yeah. has really made him embrace the hard. He does a lot of hard things now. Yeah, I mean, you're first in the backstroke. You're the reigning champion. Yeah. And you do hard stuff with scoliosis. So yeah, yeah. you definitely have shown that. So Heather, what what advice would you give to let's say parents who have kids that are diagnosed with scoliosis? Um, get help and ask for oh, help. Oh yeah, get help. Get help. Ask for help. Um, ask questions. I mean, Dave, mm-hmm. you're the first to attest that I ask lots of questions. <laughs> when I come, I come to all of his therapy sessions, and I'm I'm asking all kinds of questions, and it helps me understand it. You and, didn't come to part of the last one, but. Um, yeah, but I come, I come to most of them. Yes. He's so literal. Um, (laughs) so ask questions, uh, do your research, find things out, uh, learn about it. Uh, what's really helped me is just social media. I, I started Hmm. an Instagram account for him. Um, it's the handle strat attacks scoliosis. And I have found a lot of resources and connections through that. Um, people from across the other side of the world. I mean, I've been in contact with some moms, and um, with Strat being a boy, it's not as common. So I, I will get a lot of moms of boys reach out to mm. me and ask me questions about their sons, and that's that's what you need. You need a community of people who've are going through it too and um, dealing, and you just one one day at a time, one step at a time, one therapy session at a time, right and. Well, and, and one thing that's interesting, you know, you have, there are support groups. Yeah. One of the support groups is called the Curvy Girls, and I don't know that Strat wants to <laughs> yeah, go I and hang out with the Curvy yeah, Girls. Yeah, I, I follow them, actually. Another one is called Scoliosis. Yeah, and Scoliosis um, reached out to us um, a couple months ago and asked us and if... And they want us, wanted us to, like, tell us stuff. Yeah. Um, because it's usually with girls and... I'm obviously not Be, a girl. It, yeah, so they re- <laughs> they reached out to me because um, she was looking for they more boys. They wanted us to like tell us to tell them about it. Yeah. yeah, and and he was featured in their journal. So oh, that was awesome. With one of his pictures, so that was cool that Scoliosis reached out and um, yeah. and we we're happy we're happy to share. Um, if it helps other people figure stuff out, we're happy right. to share. Forgetting this pretty early, then good job. And um, you need to hurry and get this going so you don't have to get surgery. Or... Yeah. He's talking yeah. about getting on it as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and which or is, have your back go like... Yeah, which is an, another tidbit of advice that I would give is start as early as you can. And I, I would say do um, your own screening at home of and your kids. Even and, why... Did schools stop the yearly check thing? Or? Yeah, so the schools yeah. don't do the checks anymore. So I, I suggest check, I don't know check your not. kids and just have them bend over and check their spines. And if it doesn't fill in a line or if it's not symmetrical or if they have a, a, a weird hump, um, go get them checked out. And that's basically what we did. Just early intervention. The sooner you can get on stuff the better. And I know that's what you say too. I mean, the sooner mm-hmm. you can get on this, it'll only help. And Definitely. that's why I'm, I'm curious to go to his next appointment with him in September and see if 
he's been able to um, stop the progression. I'll get a whole day without a dumb brace. Yep, he gets You're a excited. brace. He gets a brace break. Yeah, but I wish it was yeah. in summer because. And I think one of the big things with you, Strat, is we just have a lot of time. You have a lot of growth. Who knows yeah. how tall you're going to be? And yeah. uh, maybe we should do another podcast episode in a couple of years <laughs> yeah. when you are further in growth. Because maybe. I think perspectives change as kids get older. Motivation changes. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that would be interesting. But Yeah. Um, Thanks for that advice. I think, um, you know, I don't have a child with scoliosis, so I don't know what, well, I know what happens from my perspective, but I don't know what happens from your perspective. Yeah. And, but the biggest thing that you've said that I, I think is worth repeating is that we want kids and their parents to get support from others, to know that they're not the only ones, to, to figure out. tips and tricks to motivate kids to help them to know what to do if the brace is uncomfortable things like that well yeah and scoliosis is it's out there you don't realize it's out there until you actually are in it and you're in the trenches and you start learning about oh "Oh, well this aunt has scoliosis and this cousin has it i had no idea and look at this person has it and you just start finding people and it's fascinating that something you never thought twice about before and now it's it's all over right. and you see it and you notice it and you yeah it's just it's it's our world now is what yeah. what did you say strat this is my life now this yeah. is our life now you for don't now repeat that anymore okay sorry <laughs> bud it's kind of like when you're looking for a specific type of car and then you start seeing it everywhere yeah yeah exactly it's kind of a, a similar phenomenon yeah right, right. um cool so thank you for being here and and talking to us yeah I think this is happy this is to great. come I yeah. think this will be helpful for kids who have been diagnosed with scoliosis that have similar feelings um to what what Strat has been feeling specifically about the brace and yes and and, and he has said that he's thankful and grateful for the brace because he knows it's helping him so it hasn't been all crap right. <laughs> right. most of it has been <laughs> <laughs> he has thanked me for huh for doing what we're doing. That's great. He's a good kid. And stay motivated, keep working at it, and uh, yeah, we'll be here for you when you you need some motivation. I I don't know if I can motivate with video games and road trips, but (laughs) I know someone who can. But uh, thank you, thank you for being here. Yeah, you're so welcome.